0: This is The Rewind from the Tufts Daily. I'm your host, Arlo Moore Bloom. For the last episode of The Rewind this semester, we have a special story for you. I'm joined this week by Daily Investigative editor, Caleb Simmons, and assistant news editor, Anton Schenck, to talk about their recent article on political donations by Tufts faculty and administration. The investigative team found that between January of 2015 and September of 2019, Tufts' faculty and administration donated $1.5 million to political organizations, overwhelmingly to Democrats.
1: My name is Anton Schenk, and I'm assistant news editor for the Tufts Daily.
2: I'm Caleb Simmons, I'm the
1: executive investigative editor for the Daily. Anton,
0: where does this story really begin?
1: So this story started in March almost as a little bit of a pet project what the politics of their teacher are. It's something that a lot of students think about um, as they're sitting in lecture halls, in classrooms, how that might impact you know, the material that they're getting, the homework they're being assigned, and the perspectives that are presented in class. Rather than kind of speaking about this in the abstract, I was really curious what the numbers actually said.
0: How did you go about finding this data in the first place? Like, what was the moment you realized there was a treasure trove of this data just out there for the public eye?
1: So, it actually came up as something that I actually learned in class, in one of my political science classes, learning about how elections are operated um, and, you know, some of the oversight that the government has. You know, after learning about the kinds of reporting requirements that donors have to the FEC, I wondered why we couldn't just use that data in the same exact way to look into this question that I've been thinking about for such a long time.
0: So you realize that the FEC has all this data. How do you go about compiling it, making any sort of analysis?
2: So we have to give major thanks here to Sean Ong. He helped out with our data analysis big time, wrote a program that downloaded all of this data from the FEC website and organized it in a spreadsheet and categorized it by each of the categories that we wanted to look into. So that was over 17,000 individual donations from 680 unique donors.
0: And the data you guys analyzed was from as early as 2015, right? So this is even before the so-called blue wave that occurred in the midterm cycle of the 2018 elections.
1: We chose 2015. That was right around when then-candidate Trump ended up entering the race. And I think from that point, the culture and the environment surrounding political discourse and campaigns kind of ratcheted up a little bit. When you
0: started doing this data analysis, you said that you were surprised. What surprised you about that data?
1: I was just surprised how overwhelmingly democratic the faculty is on this campus. I know there was a lot of saying in 2018 kind of regarding it as a blue wave. I would almost regard the faculty presence on this campus as like a blue sea. It went 94% to Democratic campaigns, and with less than a single percentage point going to Republican groups.
0: With such a heavy partisan skew, the Tufts faculty represented in this analysis appear to be dramatically more liberal than the Massachusetts electorate. Caleb. Why was this such an important thing to note in your guys' article?
2: I think it's important because we talk a lot about the community that Tufts situates itself in, um, in terms of relations with Medford and Somerville um, and even the greater Boston area. So looking at the partisan skew in Massachusetts among the general public and then comparing that to professors' personal political views, I think it's important just to see how well Tufts fits into you know, the surrounding area ideologically, um, and that I think carries over into other aspects of how the university interacts with the surrounding communities.
0: And who is donating the most amount of money and is there a breakdown by department or position?
2: So there, there certainly is. We did break it down by position. Turns out that tenured faculty have donated the most compared to second most um, was from academic administ- administrators, so people who oversee academic departments at the university and curricula who donated about $600,000. That said, that second number comes from many fewer donors and is largely skewed by the contributions of Tisch College Dean Alan Solomon who donated over half a million dollars just himself.
0: And where did all of this money go?
2: So it's important to keep in mind that because this is FEC data, these donations only went to federal candidates um, and political organizations, so it doesn't actually capture whether professors donated to local or state candidates, but in terms of federal candidates, the plurality of donations went to candidates for the House of Representatives. That was about 43% of the money, um, and then uh, about 39% of the 1.5 million dollars went to Senate candidates. Of course, There were candidates for both the House and the Senate in all three of the election cycles that we've looked at, whereas there were candidates for the presidency, only two of them. And actually, Tufts faculty members showed a greater engagement with the presidential races as a whole. They were more unique donors to presidential candidates um, than there were to either House or Senate campaigns.
0: We're going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsors. This week's episode is brought to you by Tasty Cafe on 321 Boston Ave. Tasty serves acai bowls, fresh egg sandwiches, and delicious fruit smoothies. Tasty Cafe is the only restaurant near Tufts that serves Francesinha's, a classic Portuguese sandwich. Tasty's is open every day from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Go visit them today. You mentioned the dean of Tisch College, Alan Salomon donating half a million dollars, the most, out of any faculty member. How did he react to the findings of this article?
2: So Dean Salomon was pretty candid about his donations. As he said, it's no surprise or no secret his past political history, which is very closely tied to the Democratic Party. He served as the U.S. ambassador to Spain under President Obama. Uh, that said, Solomon noted that um, his private political donations don't represent his greatest political impact as an individual. Um, He said that that comes in his role as Dean of Tisch College, in which he gets to uh, engage students politically on both sides of the aisle um, and bring in speakers who represent a wide range of political views and kind of foster political discourse on campus that way. You
0: guys also talked to Rachel Wolf, president of Tufts Republicans. How did she react to the information presented to her in this article?
2: Yeah, Rachel wasn't that surprised by our conclusions. She said that she knew coming to Tufts that it would be an overwhelmingly liberal environment among both students and faculty. Um, She did say that professors often go out of their way to, you know, voice the conservative uh, argument in classroom settings that might otherwise be overwhelmingly liberal.
0: How did you say it was advantageous to be a conservative student at a university like Tufts with such a left-leaning faculty, student body, and academic environment in general.
2: Yeah, this is something that we found in doing research into classroom politics, is that conservative students often find it helpful to be able to argue their personal views in the classroom and kind of flesh out their beliefs that way, Um, whereas progressive students might not get the same opportunity because they often aren't challenged on their views in a classroom setting.
0: So these conclusions that this data draws, that Tufts faculty and administration overwhelmingly support Democrats, ties into a much greater discussion about the battle for ideology on college campuses. This is what U.S. Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos said about it in 2017.
2: How many of you are college students? Well, the fight against the education establishment extends to you too. The faculty, from adjunct professors to deans, tell you what to do, what to say, and more ominously, what to think. They say that if you voted for Donald Trump, you're a threat to the university community. But the real threat is silencing the First Amendment rights of people with whom you disagree. Did Dean of Tisch College, Alan Solomon
0: speak to this problem?
2: So Dean Solomon voiced his optimism that although professors might hold political views that lean left um, in their personal lives, they are able to leave those outside the classroom and present students with a whole range of ideas. Men said that not only is this narrative that often comes from conservatives is false, but it's actually contrary uh, fundamentally to professors' academic responsibility in the classroom because they are there to foster students' whole range of uh, views and opinions and to allow them to analyze A bunch of different worldviews.
0: If academic institutions by and large attract left-leaning professors then people will always bemoan the lack of intellectual diversity on college campuses like Tufts. Did anyone you speak to provide a solution to this quandary?
2: Yeah this is a tough one because I did speak with a few professors at other universities who have researched classroom politics and specifically professors personal beliefs. They're both conservatives personally and see it as a problem that faculty members Generally, lean left and increasingly so, but they hesitated to encourage universities to apply any kind of ideological test or quota system while hiring faculty. To them, it's just a matter of making sure that conservative views are still voiced in higher education. Um, even if there's not a perfectly equal balance, their main concern is not letting uh, the whole range and spectrum of uh, ideologies get condensed, basically, and have views shut out of the higher education system completely.
0: So I'm sure a lot of these donations were to specific 2020 presidential candidates. Let's get into that. Who donated to which candidate the most?
1: So among 2020 presidential candidates, so far we've found that Senator Elizabeth Warren has received the most money from Tufts faculty with $17,700. So far this cycle, and is followed by South Bend Mayor Pete Buttigieg with $6,000. That's mostly it. The only last thing would be that we donated 13 times more than any NESCAC, but that's kind of like not, that's no. a pretty misleading stat.
0: It's tooting our own horn. <laughs> We're a huge school <laughs> in an urban area. Yeah. There aren't any wealthy professors in Williamstown. <laughs> this was The Rewind from the Tufts Daily. I'm your host, Arlo Moore Blue. Thanks for listening to us this semester. This episode of The Rewind was produced by me, Leslie Gladstone, and Stephanie Rifkin. Our executive producer is Hannah Kahn. If you like this podcast, support The Daily. You can read all of our stories at tuftsdaily.com. We'll see you in the spring.